Welcome to Shear Jashub, brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing with the in-depth Through the Bible series entitled Heavenly Authority. So let's join my husband, Pastor Greg, as he begins the Sunday Sermon. Today we will be in 1 Samuel chapter 18. Remember last time we saw the great victory that the young David had over the giant Goliath. How young David, who had been in Saul's court, who had played the music that would soothe Saul and cast away the unclean, the evil spirit. How now at the end of chapter 17, as David runs around, fear has overcome the Philistine camp, and he runs around holding that head of Goliath. How Saul, bemuddled Saul, confused Saul, asks, who is this one? Whose son is he? And they bring David to Saul. Saul said, whose son are you, young man? And David answered, I am the son of your servant, Jesse, the Bethlehemite. David appeared so different, the warrior David appeared so different from the young harpist, psalmist, that Saul doesn't even recognize him. And what a marvelous victory we saw last time when David slayed Goliath. Today, we will see the contrast in chapter 18 of 1 Samuel between Jonathan's reaction to David and Saul's reaction. Let's read verse 1. Now, when he had finished speaking to Saul, so David finished answering Saul, telling him who he was, it says, the soul of Jonathan, or the life of Jonathan, was knit or was bound to the soul or the life of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. The soul of Jonathan was knit bound together with the life of David. And Jonathan loves David as his own soul, as himself. And we see here a very special brotherhood, a kinship between these two young men that's greater than any blood relation, greater than if they had even been physical brothers. And the reason is because they're very much alike. He loves him as his own soul as himself. They're very similar personalities. They're very similar in their love for God. And the faith, the faith that they put in Yahweh their God, the trust that they put in him. If you remember back to chapter 14, it's been a while since we studied it, we saw that wonderful victory. We saw Jonathan, courageous, anointed, terribly outnumbered, literally uphill climbing, him and his young armor bearer, who also was faithful, and they're climbing up in Michmash over in Benjamin, and they're climbing that hill, and Jonathan and his armor bearer are trusting God, and they're able to kill the enemy sentries, and God uses what they do to send panic throughout the Philistine camp, and there's that great victory that then Saul limits by his 
foolish vow by his rash oath. And Jonathan did a great thing by trusting in the Lord. And he did it through act of faith. It wasn't just faith, well, God can do it. And he stood back and waited. Jonathan trusted God and he put his deeds with his faith. And he climbed up that hill, believing God would give Israel the victory. And God did. David, 40 days they're being taunted by this Goliath. 40 days the Israelites are shaking with fear. And young David says, is there not a cause? Is there not a word? How can this uncircumcised Philistine defy the armies of the living God? And David has act of faith. He believes God will deliver. He believes God will give the victory. And he runs out and he twirls that sling and God delivers him on the first shot. So they're very similar types of young men and their love and their trust and who God is, and the act of faith that they have in God. They were not so concerned with themselves, but they put themselves straight out in the battlefield. They both have great vision of the power and the nature of who God is, that God desires to deliver his people. Great faith, and also they both have a hunger and thirst for righteousness. They desire to see what's wrong stopped, and to see the people of God delivered. They have zeal which compels them to step out in faith in Yahweh. It's not just words to Jonathan. It's not just words to David. They show their faith by their trust in God and by yielding themselves and stepping out when all the other Israelites would not. The Bible is silent as to why Jonathan did not accept Goliath's challenge. That's a question you might ask right away. Did he arrive too late? Had he been injured in previous battles? Did Saul stop him from going out? Or did the demonic fear that Goliath put over the camp of Israel even touch Jonathan and paralyze him. We don't know. Whatever, when Jonathan sees David slay Goliath, he appreciates what David did. He loves it. He likes it. He does not see David as competition. He doesn't see David as a challenge to who he is as Saul's son. He's not envious. He's not jealous. He's glad. Goliath is down, the Philistines have fled, and Israel's victorious, and he loves David because of it. And had he been paralyzed with fear, he's saying, good, you did what I should have done. And he's not envious or jealous whatsoever. You know, God has chosen David to replace his father. David will sit on the throne that really Jonathan would have received had not Saul sinned so previously. And Jonathan might sense that. He knows what's going on with his father. He knows how far his father has fallen. And yet, throughout this whole thing that goes on in, in 1 Samuel, you never sense jealousy on Jonathan's part to say, gee, he's going to get what I should have had. Rather, he's happy that God has anointed David. Because Jonathan is more concerned about the work of God than he is for himself. 
And if you're concerned about the work of God, there has to be a love for those like David who are doing God's work. Jonathan has a selfless love for David. He has a true friendship. And he seems here honestly glad to find in Israel a kindred spirit. And the church can learn a lesson from Jonathan. Too often in the Christian church, there is too much competitiveness. In born-again and evangelical churches, there's a them versus us mentality. You know, we're the right place, they're the wrong place. Jesus taught in Mark chapter 9 and verse 38, now John answered him saying, Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us, not one of our group, casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow us. But Jesus said, Do not forbid him, for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. For he who is not against us is on our side. You have someone here that's preaching, that's driving out demons in my name, Jesus is saying, he's on our side. Don't forbid him. He says then in verse 41, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. We should be glad for other churches. We should be glad for the ministries preaching in the name of Jesus. We should be glad for other like souls, other kindred spirits, others of like faith who are also obedient unto God. We should thank the Lord for them. And this petty competition that arises in the church has no place in the kingdom of God. We need each other. Jesus is saying you need each other. He who is not against us is on our side. If they're not coming against us, people ultimately will choose to be against the Lord and so against his people, or for the Lord and so for his people. And look what he says in verse 41, whoever gives you, he's talking to his disciples, a cup of water to drink in my name. If they see you and they know that you are my disciple doing my work and they give you a cup of water for the sake of my name, he says what? Because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Jesus said that when they receive you, they receive me. When they receive me, they receive the one who sent me. Many times you can tell the place of a person's heart on how they respond to the work of God. Even a cup of cold water for his name's sake. So how much more should we rejoice when there are other ministries and churches doing the work of the Lord and knowing that we need to all do what God has called us to do. Jonathan has no competitive nature in himself. He's not saying, gee, look, he did it and I didn't. He's happy. He's glad that God has triumphed through David and he loves him. The work of God must go on. Is there not a cause? Is there not a word? The Lord's way, the Lord's way, the Lord's word is more important than anything else. And we want to see that prosper no matter who is doing it. And we want to support that. David has been the instrument of the God whom Jonathan so loves. So it's natural that if Jonathan so loves God and David is God's instrument, 
It's just natural for Jonathan to also love David and to want to aid David and encourage David and assist him. We're going to see that Jonathan has a nature of encouragement, to want to encourage the Word of God to go forward, to encourage God's disciples to go forward, to see God's work prosper. And he desires to aid David. We'll see that in a moment. Jonathan also, notice, is not looking selfishly at himself and what's most advantageous for him. Too often as Christians we do that. Rather, he appreciates what God is doing through David, and he's knit to him together in a great faith with David. Now, but Saul, old Saul is a little different, old rebellious Saul, Saul who tasted the Spirit upon him, who had the victories through the Holy Spirit, Saul who we're told when David came into the court and drove out those demons by his beautiful psalms, and Saul took to David and loved him greatly as a son when he first stood in his presence. Saul sees what David has done. And is Saul happy for Jesse's son? You have been listening to Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. You can write to us at Shi'ar Jeshub at Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. We pray you serve the Lord with all your heart and look forward to having you join us for the next broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub.